Hey, it's White Boy Chris. If the Pat Down's ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group. Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down. This has been a rough fucking day, guys. Because uh, you had to spend it with me. <laughs> I had to spend it with him, and I've been arguing with Dion like a, a pregnant motherfucker. So we've been talking about all kind of things from... Elizabeth Warren using her 0.1% Native America to chop their asses apart last night. Way to go, Elizabeth Warren. Tear that white ass up. Tear that white ass up. And that's exactly what she did. And Bloomberg and the other bitch over there in the corner boxing it out. I think she kind of slapped him straight. But he was not hearing that shit, so he fought back too. And I don't even remember. I think Joe Biden just disappeared off the fucking stage. He sort of ordered away, yeah. He ordered away. So after the music, you can hear all the bullshit we went through and going through and Chris hanging out with me. Better get up, get out, and tune into this podcast. This spit the truth, spit the real facts. Hi, how are you guys? Peace the fuck out. What up? <laughs> so, welcome to the pat down. Yeah, I'm pissed off. Yeah, that would make two of us. <laughs> I'm pissed off because you whine like a bitch all the time. Listen, let's not We're do not, this on the air. That. We're not doing that. No. Yeah. So, Miss Pat and Dion had some words before the show. Now we're going to try and be funny. So, Chris, did you hear about the uh, <laughs> the guy that went on uh, on a Tinder date? And uh, they <laughs> I just see if you were in the room, you'd feel the tension. But then the, no uh, tension. I'm over it. I'm I'm literally over it. All right. I'm not over it. Well, you get stop, everybody stop get the over tape it. And we'll wait till she gets over it. Nah, it'll be tomorrow. All right, we're all friends. It's all good. So, did you guys know I had my tire? Yeah, how did you tie situation? <laughs> yeah, Miss Pat helped me out today. I spent the day driving around with Miss Pat. She uh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> it actually was great. Uh, I've never. Uh, I I don't know how you do it. I would be exhausted. You you uh, you are constantly moving. So I met her at work. I lifted to work, and then she we drove from Bob and Tom to. I was Bob and Tom. I didn't get to hear it. She said, "What'd you say? Won't you say?" It? Am I allowed to say it? No, you're not allowed to say it, apparently. <laughs> she said Negro sandwich, and the room was like when the guy walked in. Did she say in. Negro sandwich, or did she say yes. N-word sandwich? No, they, oh. Negro. So she, okay. she, they were trying. They were putting mustard on uh, lemon Oreos, because that's apparently well, a thing. chocolate chip Cho- Oreos. Okay. I, mean, I mean, regular Oreos. Putting, lim- putting mustard on regular Oreos. Mustard on regular Oreos. Some, Actually, it tastes pretty good. It was a New York Times crossword p- clue was what? What cookie do you put mustard on? And the answer was Oreo. And so they had mustard in. So what? Tom looks at her and goes, what does it taste like? And she goes, mmm, Negro sandwich. <laughs> and it was like an animal house where they walk in and it goes. 
<laughs> and the whole room went, uh-oh. And the, <laughs> I don't think Negro is a bad word. I don't think so either. I just think it, it was... It's an old word. It's an old word. It's an word. old yeah, bad word. It's on your birth certificate. <laughs> it might not be a bad word anymore. It's, a, it's on your birth certificate, you not the other. I mean, I'm not going to walk around saying it. I probably wouldn't recommend it, no. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad... I think it's like an old... It's, it's just... It's actually some people, black people race. You got to hold the mic closer to your... It actually some people... Titty. She's using her titties as a mic stand. It's actually some black people race, so I, I don't know what the... It's sort of like African-American seems like it's fallen out of parlance. I should have never gone to African-American. It should have just been black. Right. But I don't understand black because we're not black. Black is your shirt. Right. And I only know... A few people look like that. Yeah. There was a model who, uh, they just, what are they, uh, what is that woman's name? She was dubbed the blackest uh, person alive. And her skin was literally as black as your shirt. That's insane. But she was pretty as hell. Yeah, so we left there, and then I went to Saks Fifth Avenue for the first time and saw a Gucci yeah. store, Louis Vuitton. You, you look like that was your first time, too. I'm in there with my Carhartts on, and I'm just like the po- the, 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 the pants and the jacket that I'm wearing. I look like I'm, you know, Kim, Kim Jong-un's son. Carhartt uh, is the, the redneck Gucci. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's what that is she's she's looking at like thousand dollar purses and then she walks to the five hundred dollar shoes and then she walks back over to the thousand dollar purses and then back over to the shoes and then it's like we're ping-ponging back and forth and so she's walking around with her big her falcons thing and her big gucci bag and she's just talking 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 and then she's got like this little duckling following this little white duckling following <laughs> her behind her and we look so suspicious and out of place that the cops started hanging around us i don't know if you noticed that they looked like there was suspicion of the two of us well that store had a lot of people running up in it uh stealing uh snatching gucci bags and louis vuitton bags so the lady said a couple of months ago wait the police told us one story but the lady told me a story that uh last yesterday that a car pulled up with nine people from Chicago, literally with ski masks, came in and sprayed sprayed the uh, sprayed the uh, the security guy, and then uh, grabbed Gucci and Louis Vuitton. Cause, and I'm like, you right there in front of YSL? Why didn't you grab that shit too? It was easy. What is Why- YSL? Saint. Don't look at the white person. I don't, Yvonne Saint Laurent. Something like that. So he it's calls, a brand. It's a brand. Yeah, she oh. calls it YSL because Gariana said you can't buy things you don't know how to not and pronounce. <laughs> so she calls it YSL. <laughs> Gariana, <laughs> Yvonne Saint Laurent. Gariana, that is hilarious. So you know we're walking out and Miss Pat. Like so, I've literally seen Miss Pat and been around her since like eight a.m. today, and it's five thirty six o'clock, and uh, and she talks to everybody all day. She's yelled at least half a dozen people, maybe a dozen. She, <laughs> she's yelled. I was at, one of them today. I was Gary, one of. What's it? YSL. What? What is the name of YSL? East Saint Laurent. Yeah, so I, I bought that purse, and I was looking for some shoes to match. And um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> why are you looking like because that? Because you're giving into capitalism, and it's ugly. I really oh, hate God. to see it. I really hate to see it. You say first off, I don't first of care. All, you I don't see sun. You act, first off, you, never you act see like sun. the economy is not about to fail. What are we? You're buying these luxury goods for no reason. We are middle class. Cut it out. <laughs> Get your life together. But that's not that's what, not cute. Seriously, buy gold. 
Uh, that's not cute. <laughs> no, you I, need to invest your money, mother. I do invest my money, but like I was, for real. Look, that's well, we, that's not what we went back in there for. That we went back in there for my gift card. Right. Yeah, so I got a, a gift card, and I wanted to spend my gift card, but I couldn't find anything, so I didn't buy anything. So oh, rich go people fuck problems. You. I can't find anything at at Saks Fifth Avenue. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm shaking. Maybe, oh. maybe they've got something online you can find. Don't you just hate the capital? Oh, I'm class. looking at some down with millionaires. That's what I said. I, I don't. What? I'm so sick of it. Oh, millionaire. <laughs> Give me back this libertarian mic. What did she say? She was just watching. She was watching Bernie Sanders talk, rail against capitalism last night, about, uh, rubbing her bean. What did you think about how she killed last night? Oh, sorry. Why did you get the other mic? I got another uh, one of it. Uh, who? Uh, Elizabeth Warren dropped the mic on motherfucking. Uh, I, was look, I was looking at some of it. She destroyed. Um, what's his name? Bloomberg. Bloomberg. All of them? Because I was, oh, yeah, my she, God. When she, she told him, she said, I'm not talking about Trump. Uh, she, no, she said, what did she say? She said, somebody, he calls women, what did she say, duck face white women? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, damn, Trump called you a duck face bitch? And she said, I'm not talking about du- uh, Donald Trump. I'm talking about Bloomberg. And Bloomberg sitting there looking like he was in a casket. Yeah, she was <laughs> setting up stuff like it was like a rap beep. Like she had like whole callbacks and everything. We were, I, was, I heard it, it was, was like great. a WWE. Oh, real. she, she was going to him. I said, did you get a rapper to write this for you? <laughs> like it was, a, it was an ether. You know what I'm saying? She came out like DMX. Yeah, I watched it too. It was literally like they, they, everybody was fighting. Amy and Pete were going back at each other. Was everybody losers? on stage? Or uh, it was Bloomberg, Bloomberg, Amy, Elizabeth Warren, Pete, and I think Bernie. I really and hope Joe that Biden wasn't there. And Joe Biden was there. He was just he was there in spirit, not necessarily in <laughs> Why? mind. Why wasn't he there? Because he didn't do anything. He had he actually had a pretty good debate because he was like. You guys are arguing about her forgetting the name of this guy. I'm the only one on the stage that's ever met with him. Like he did a good job of kind of tying himself back to Obama. Yeah, he was there. But but Obama doesn't even. He wasn't frisky like everybody. But Obama put his his and usually is very frisky. But then Obama endorsed Bloomberg. <laughs> I saw that. I don't no, think so. No. Uh, Bloomberg is running campaign videos like him hanging out with Obama and stuff like that to like like a Bloomberg cosign. Is. He is. I mean, he is a. I honestly don't understand how he has any chance of winning. I don't. You rich. Money. I mean, he's a, R- money. rich. So in, in terms white. of political science, what? I the thought only, maybe hold on. the only the only to thing fight Trump. That's what I thought he fought there. A billionaire for. versus billionaire. Yes. Yeah. One with better hair. But then I, figured, I realized they was friends. The only thing that matters in politics is name ID. And he knows that he can raise his name ID to a point where he can be competitive, which is working because he's rising in the polls. He's now second. So he's he's got a shot. But the reality is he, he looked really bad last night. He got savaged on several different points that just he didn't look good at all. He didn't look like... He was up there with professional politicians and debaters, and for the first half of the debate, they savaged him. They made him look terrible. They threw his own quotes back in his face, his flip-flopping back in his face. Hey, you really have to run take? through him because yeah. he can spend more. He can outspin you in like a second. Right. He's oh, that's what I hate the most. Is how much? Sixty million. How much, I, I, there should be a cap on on how much you can spend. For real. I really feel like these people are just rich and they have nothing else to do. And they're like, "Well, fuck it. I got yachts and money and bitches. I want to be president." 
Right. Yeah, because we put too much, we put too much faith in people with a lot of money. We think them yeah. to be smarter than the average person. They're not really, smart, just fucking they dumb. They dumb. Well, like, dude, they you can tell the way Bloomberg got. I swear, I thought he was standing up in a casket last night <laughs> with the yeah. look on his face. He was getting slaughtered by. And I was like, you go, Elizabeth. That 0.0.0% Native American came out to kick ass. And you got that little fucking Indian fire going around that white man. Whoa, chop, chop, motherfucker, chop, 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 chop. Mm-hmm. Even I thought that was a little racist. That was racist. <laughs> you made me agree with Gary on. Bad. Well, I'm just saying. The Don't cancel Gary. me. Well, she. <laughs> Nigga, they going to cancel you from I'm the episode before when you were talking about Republicans. I was talking about white people and Republicans. <laughs> well, I'm going to say this. I think my her, her Native American came out mixed with a little black woman in Mexican, and she was what? destroying that motherfucker. I, when I was listening to uh, Elizabeth Warren's clip, all I saw was a black bitch, and a, 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 a Mexican bitch who was fed up with the bullshit, and she was. Just, and then I saw that little bit of Native American saying, "Go, girl!" And then I got really happy, and the clip went off. Yeah, it was it was her being tough for the first time that I've seen. I mean, she was like her. She's and a Amy, tough bitch. Amy Klobuchar too. Like it when, made you forget she was supposed to be Pocahontas. Yeah. <laughs> So Pete Buttigieg was just an asshole. And Garbage. A, he was a smarmy dick last Policies, night. Policies, none. Lying about everybody. And Amy Klobuchar was having none of it and just kept throwing that shit back in his face. Bernie, I thought Bernie looked really bad. You know bad. who he reminded me of? Who? There was this boy at my school who always got picked on. And he yeah. said, I'm getting picked on because I'm gay. And I was like, no, you're getting picked on because you suck. Yeah. That's how he is. <laughs> he thinks people don't like him because he's gay. We don't Isn't like him because he's actually gay? garbage. Hey, let's take a break real quick. All right. Okay, we're back from the break. Oh, Gary, come here. <laughs> what, 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 what was you saying? I don't remember. You were saying Bernie was bad. Oh, Bernie was bad. Like he, uh, the only time that Ber- Bloomberg actually looked good is that when when he started kind of going back at Bernie and he dunked on him and basically goes, "America's the greatest country in the world with and capitalism's the best because our best socialist has three houses." And like he he started Bernie seemed rattled and upset. And I think it was a bad omen. If Bernie were to get the nomination, I don't know that he'd be able to handle Trump. But I think Elizabeth in a debate. I don't think Elizabeth. I think Elizabeth Warren, excuse me, and Amy Klobuchar showed that like if they were in a debate with Trump and he tried to pull some bullshit, they were the two that would be able to handle that. And I also think that Elizabeth ain't going to let that shit happen to happen to Hillary. He's not going to be behind her looking at her ass, staring her down, trying to mean mug her from the back of her motherfucking dumb and darner wig. <laughs> dumb and dumber wig. Yeah. So I don't think she's going to go for that shit at all. I really think that she will fucking handle it. And right. how cool will it be to see Hillary win twice and never got it and you just get, you give it to fucking Elizabeth Warren, I think Hillary will fly away. Good. Well, I, I hope Hillary flies away. Fuck Hillary. Hillary is the reason that Donald Trump is president because she was a shitty candidate. She she was arrogant and she, no, well, you, well, you, she was a shitty candidate. If you look at if you look at Mitt Romney's numbers and Donald Trump's numbers, they're pretty much the same. You look at a Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. She didn't have people. She didn't have Democrats show up to vote for her. And in, specifically, in the, it's like what the DNC did with all those tricks that year. Exactly. Ridiculous. And then and then she cheats to win the nomination. At Bernie out of the nomination and then he even knowing that goes out and supports her doesn't talk shit about her never says a bad word about her 
goes out and stumps for her, and then she has the audacity two or three weeks ago to say that he did nothing to help her, and he talked shit about her. You don't understand life, do you, baby? Yeah. Well, let me let me explain yes, something to you. No. Fuck Hillary Clinton is on. No, let me let me explain something. Burning about dead. He's trying to get into heaven. He ain't trying to fight with this bitch and put them sins on him before he died. That's an extra thing he got to be judged for. So Bernie, oh, his, his back is bent. He can't hold up his head. I swear he got two little niggas on his shoulder holding up his head. Right. He's so fucking old. His hair falling out. His eyes has crossed. He's just trying to get to heaven. Right. Exactly. So he can't be down. He can't be out here calling a woman no cunt. When he about dead. No, but he, it's more about Hillary Clinton just being a disloyal asshole to somebody who she fucked over. Everybody knows she fucked him well, over and then talks life. shit that's, about that's, it. That's a Clinton, that's a Clinton. Yeah. staple right there. Well, she got to fuck over somebody. Her husband didn't fuck her. That's, that's true. So do you, think any, <laughs> do you think any of the candidates will pick any of the current candidates to be their VP? If I don't think so. And I think they're going to want some balance because this crop of candidates with the exception of Amy Klobuchar, are fairly left. I can see. I can see. I can see Budachuk. I can see Budachuk. Cut a meat. How much Budachuk could have wood? Chuck. If a Budachuk could, Chuck would. I see Budachuk and Warren together. Why? In a nightmare. No, I think what they're going to do is they'll pick some southern senator who's fairly liberal, or they'll pick like who's the guy that beat Roy Moore in Alabama, or they'll they'll want to try and balance it out to try and what, the black guy who beat Roy Moore. Yeah, so the reason that Donald no, Trump, you ain't gonna win with no black guy. No, 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 no. I'm talking about I forget what his name is. Uh, who won in Alabama? He turned Republican. No, my point is that they need somebody. Why Donald Trump picked Mike Pence is because Mike, Mike Pence was the only need a person Southern Democrat. That's what yeah. you're trying to say. You need and somebody. That's what Hillary Clinton did. She got a Southern Democrat. Well, you know what you need, my girl. What's my girl I saw at the airport, Ashley? What? The girl, the black lady I saw at the airport wearing for mail. Stacey Abrams? Well, that's who you need. That's a whip. That's the exact opposite. No, because... Oh, babe, no, you need a dumb Southern white man Democrat. That's what you need. You need need Joe Biden, but with less sexual assault. (laughs) It was was funny at one point when they were talking about Bloomberg's non-disclosure agreements, and Biden was slamming them on his non-disclosure agreements about sexually harassing women. And Biden goes, and you know, and and not for nothing, but Pete Buttigieg has non-disclosure agreements too. And Buttigieg goes... Because I was protecting clients. Let's just be clear about that right now. And we were like, yeah, we know it wasn't sexually harassing women. It was okay. But um, he was sexually harassing men? No. It was, no, he was, he, it was just his clients he was trying to protect. Oh, he didn't okay. want his client list out there. But if Gary on a, let's say Gary on his vein of the party, let's say Bernie Sanders is, is the wing, there, there are a lot of people in the Democratic Party, especially over 40, who are not going to be necessarily comfortable with Bernie. So he's going to have to pick somebody. Why people somebody don't like Bernie? Because Bernie's a socialist. He want to give everything away free. He, no, he wants not to just tax that. rich people. And rich people are like, I don't want to do that. That's the whole reason Bloomberg is in the race. He's, he heard what Elizabeth Warren and was, what Bernie Sanders were saying about taxation. And he said, no, hold my crystal. I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because absolutely not. I know not. right, Bloomberg. Get your ass in down and protect the rich. Not me, but protect your yacht, nigga. <laughs> hold your crystal. I wish I could hold your crystal, Bloomberg. I was actually liking Bloomberg a little bit. Wow. Until I heard that racist video pop out. Yeah. Cause I mean, I thought he was kind of a little strong. I hadn't done my research. I said, oh, this is a, he ain't too ugly. You know, I've always stuck. Is that how you pick your candidate? Yeah, I pick my candidate on what they look like. That's first. why she picked 
Bill Clinton? Oh, Bill Clinton was so motherfucking sexy. Who was that? I mean, Bob Dole might be the ugliest motherfucker to run for president. Bill, Bob Dole looked like a fucking dog booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. Is he still alive? I'm Bob Booty Hole Dole. Yeah, yeah Bob Dole is alive. <laughs> yeah, I'm Bob Booty Hole Dole. And, and I approved his message. message. <laughs> Bob Booty Hole Dole. I was not. He looked like a wrinkled asshole on a little fucking dog with a little curly tail at the back. I was not vote. I was not wasting my vote on that ugly ass white man he was like one of the first celebrities to endorse viagra publicly yeah, oh really? i remember that yeah. yeah i remember when it first came out yeah yeah because of his war injuries you know that's why he always had the pen in his right hand so people wouldn't try and shake it because he was paralyzed from world war ii yeah so and they so- just stick a pen in his hand like a cup holder yeah he, yep. could, he, <laughs> said, he couldn't let it go yeah <laughs> god damn i was thinking norm mcdonald on snl bob dole with the real go look, if you've never seen it go look up bob dole in the real world is that's so funny <laughs> So they just, every day they just say, here go your pen, Mr. Dole. Yeah, it would change colors depending on his mood. <laughs> <laughs> so if he held a motherfucker too long, it started turning red when yep. he got mad. Yep. If he had a red pen, he was going to stab you in the neck. <laughs> there's, there's some poor. Damn, Bob Dole. 22-year-old going. So what did he keep up. his arm at? Did he keep his arm like the guy who died? What's his name who died? Uh, whose daughter's on The View? John McCain? Yeah. yeah. Did he keep his arm like? Kind of like that, yeah. yeah. It was stiff like but, that. But was, what's the purpose of the pen? The pen was just because people would walk up to shake his right hand, and his right hand, he he, he couldn't shake your hand, so he'd just go, Meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they just grab his fist? Yeah, he'd fist bump him, or he'd shake with the left hand. Yeah. yeah. Mostly oh. left hand. But, I didn't true, know that. true presidential facts. Bob Dole invented the fist bump. <laughs> no, he didn't. Obama did it. No, 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 no. Bob Dole taught Obama how to fist bump. Well, Bob Dole was trained. I mean, he was there. He didn't have a choice. Right. Obama did it for chemicals. I mean, drugs. I'm fucking with everyone. I I was hoping there would be some dumb listener out there who'd fall for my bullshit. And she's sitting right beside you. Fuck you, Gary. The mood mood pin was a joke, too. It's not a real... No! I don't know see, shit about Bob Dole. Do you see? Words mean things. You're spreading propaganda. <laughs> Stop you this fucking is a comedy asshole. podcast. You asshole. I'm like, and I'm saying, thinking that's kind of fucked up that they put different pins in this man's hand. And he <laughs> has, literally cannot get the pen out. He has full agency. He chose to put the pen in his hand. He's not like a, you know, special needs senator. I just thought they'd wake up and dress him and say, here go your pen for the day so a nigga don't shake your right hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. No. That's literally what I'm thinking. They just, the pen met the outfit. Mr. Doe, here go your pen. So don't nobody grab your fucking fucked up arm. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> not what happened at all. Oh, my God. You asshole. I'm sorry, Bob Doe. This nigga got me thinking. You that call you, that man a booty hole. <laughs> I said he yeah, looked I'm like the a booty asshole. Hole, but I don't want to talk about his fucking wart written arm. He, he is apparently like a really funny guy, really nice guy. And he, like, they put out some book, like, tried to, in 96, trying to humanize him about his humor. And, like, they tried everything up against Bill Clinton, and it just didn't work because Miss Pat was like, mm. He's ugly. Play that. Well, he was. I was when I I was eighteen, and he was really ugly. And so, you know, when you raise in a black community, if you're gonna look on the other side, they gotta at least be cute, right? You know what I'm saying? My mama thought the cutest white dude I saw on TV was Victor Newman from The Young and the Wrestling. Oh God, my mama wanted to fuck Victor with that nice mustache, so fucking bad. He kind of looked like Magnum PI. Right. Uh, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. But his name was, I don't know if, that ain't Victor Newman in his real name. He was on the Titanic. He played the rich guy on the Titanic. Okay, I'm looking him up. Yeah, he was Victor. He's Rose's, still on there. Rose's husband? 
Ro- oh, they went and ate with roses. No, not oh, roses. Okay, okay. The old dude with a thick mustache on the top ten. I was so happy to this see this guy. That's Victor Newman. He looks like Bob Dole. <laughs> no, <laughs> not back in the day. Now go to an earlier picture with Victor Newman. He was see, so motherfucking. Is he still alive? He's still alive. He's still on the Young and the Restless. Look oh at yeah, yeah. He looked yeah, like yeah. That's with like, him. Yeah, he looked okay. like Tom Selleck. He looked Selleck. like Tom Selleck. Yeah, yeah, he looked like Tom Selleck. So that was good looking white to me. Okay. Tall, dark. See, now he's all fucked up. He's crumpy and crusty and wow. over tan and he cooked. Aged. Man, it'd be it'd suck if this was his favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Victor Newman's like got all excited Victor that Newman, anybody was talking about him and then oh in the in the sick in the eighties when my mom used to watch the young and the wrestlers, oh my god. You literally could not talk at twelve thirty when that shit came on. The news went off twelve thirty was it was young and the wrestlers, bold and the beautiful. Um uh, as the world turned, and then uh, I think it was Guiding Light. Guiding Light. Guiding mm-hmm. Light. So my mama literally yeah. sat there. It was Price. It started off with Price is Right. So my mama would watch Price is Right, right? And she would literally, she was so fucking good at it. All she needed was a ride to the fucking Price is Right. Because she could guess those prizes. And she would, and I don't know if I ever told y'all this, but she would be like. Uh, <laughs> so it's a family tradition. <laughs> yeah. So she would guess the price. And she'd be like, I want a new car. I want a new washing machine. And we were like, we want a new washing machine. And we thinking that the washing machine going to come from the Price is Right. And we never got a fucking washing machine. All you got was more <laughs> sadness. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this bitch is just. Watch. I thought you know she was really winning because she would win like well, you know how you bet and then you can get so close and then you win a thousand dollars. Right. She would fucking tear it up every fucking day. Have you and- have you seen that documentary about that? No. They made a documentary. This guy went on the prices, right? They ended up banning him from the show because he he cataloged all the prices and for the longest time they didn't change like the the gifts so like every third show it would be the same fucking list of shit that you so he (laughs) mapped it all out and he went out there and he fucking started he won both showcases Uh, he he got the thousand dollars he won ten thousand dollars on the wheel this man was killing the game just like your mom said he actually went on the show how did they find out he was he was doing all that well he because they saw him so many times and they they started to look back at the tape because he when people would guess he would shout out $10,572. $10,572. And <laughs> it would be... all his friends. He was doing some nigga shit. Well, I can't win them over. I'm going to take you and just listen to my voice. Well, because you have to wait out in line to be part of the audience. And yeah. so he was talk to people and he'd be like, yo, I'm really good at this. You know, if you get picked, listen to me. I'm, I can help you. And so he did that a couple of times. And when people started listening to him, he fucking won. I think the documentary is still on Netflix. That's where I watched it. Counting cards or something yeah. in Vegas. Wow, that's that's awesome. But my mama was like that, but she never went anywhere because we was poor as fuck. But she knew the fucking prices right. And you just knew her scared. She would get up in the morning, watch the news, cry, and then she'd do her little crying because my daddy left and my daddy had been gone for like 10 years. I'm like, this bitch is still crying over my stepdaddy. When the fuck are you going to realize this nigga's go, gone? Go to the, for a walk, come back, eat lunch, she cry. Couldn't walk. She had a fucking wheelchair in one leg. So... <laughs> so <laughs> that, that cotton cool. candy fago just went everywhere, didn't it, Dion? <laughs> Damn near joke. You can't take a walk. You can't ni- walk. <laughs> bitch missing a leg. She I gotta like- cry in one spot, nigga. <laughs> My mental image of your mom is so sad that I imagine her like one of those little dogs. Yeah, like do you with have no any back pictures of her? I do have a picture of her. I've never seen her. I just imagine her uh, like on her with her. I kinda <laughs> don't want to see her because I don't want it to ruin the picture I have of her. I know. Uh, let me see if I can. I had her and my stepdad in my phone. Mine, my picture of your mom in my mind is kind of like, 
you know the run tell that guy you know martin they out here raping everybody in oh, that video <laughs> <laughs> she looks like that guy <laughs> <laughs> fuck you chris god damn but you pretty close <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. Well, hide your wife, hide, hide your, your kids. <laughs> they out here raping everybody. God, when the Gregory Brothers did the remix of that, I'm a, I put that on my iPhone and played it in the car. It was so good. <laughs> well, <laughs> or or uh, what was what was her name? Something Brown. She's like, ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. got pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you laughing? That bitch got her teeth fixed off that shit. A dentist said, come on down and get your grill fixed so you don't be fucked up like her. You remember the uh, really big voice guy in Cincinnati? He was like a homeless crackhead, and then he pulled oh, up, yeah. hey, can I have $5? Yeah. Like, he ended up getting a job and got back on drugs. Yeah. I can't I, find a picture. He, he did have a, he had a beautiful voice. But, um... Anyway, my mama watched The Young and the Restless, and then, she, like I said, the news cry a little bit. The Young and the Restless cry a little bit. Then when she wouldn't cry from twelve thirty till four o'clock because that's what the soap opera. And my mama, my mama hated Kent Chancellor because she was fucking rich, and she used to drink her. Uh, she used to drink her. Uh, uh, you remember Kent Chancellor? If you watch The Young and the Restless, she was an alcoholic, really. So she drunk. She was rich, and so she drunk everything out of a crystal glass. And my mom be sitting there with a quart bottle and a cigarette, like that old uppity ass white bitch. She need to give me some of that motherfucking money. So at the time, I didn't realize <laughs> <laughs> fake character on this fake show. Just, yeah, I didn't realize it was just TV. economic rage. <laughs> yeah, the fucking fake character. My mom used to walk around saying, "He cracker holding me back. He cracker holding me back." So a lot Turns of times, it was the crack. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was never on crack. But it was, you know, she made it seem like Kent Chancellor and them was holding her back. And, you know, as a kid, you can't put all of that shit together. Right. Oh, uppity ass bitch drinking her motherfucking look out of a goddamn crystal glass. Fuck you, bitch. And she take a swig of her coat her coat 45 out of the fucking, uh, out of the quart bottle. And then Kent Chancellor smoked cigarettes with filter. One more like, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to take all this nicotine and kill myself. <laughs> and she fucking hated Kent Chancellor because she was rich and she was white. And I didn't know it was crap. Character, I thought we was just in these people house looking at what the fuck they was doing. Right. So, but that's what my mama watched that's, all day. You, so you thought soap operas were reality TV? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was real. I was a fucking kid because my mom was literally like, "Let me see what this bitch up today." This old stinking ass white bitch, and I'm like, "You talk about this lady? Why do you watch her?" Oh, rich ass bitch, bitch so much. She need to send me some of that motherfucking money. I'm like, she can send us some money. Well, like, tell the bitch we in here washing clothes with our feet, <laughs> <laughs> like monkeys. <laughs> no, nigga, like Black and Decker. My Which, sister was Black and I was Decker. <laughs> <laughs> Because that was the name brand back then, Black and Decker. Mom was put the clothes in the tub, right? And it was this oxygen soap. And I'm not lying. It was about this motherfucking thing. And not only did you wash clothes with that soap, it called oxygen soap. You also, if you had infotigos, you want the mosquitoes bite you down south, you would take that, that big-ass ball soap and you would scrub the scab off your infotigo and then put medicine on it. And that's like, it was the most ghetto country inhumane way to fucking heal your kids of mosquito bites. When all you had to do was go to the clinic and get some motherfucking cream and that was it. But back in the day, they thought Invitigos, you had to scrub the skin off every other day and put this motherfucking ointment on it with the oxygen soap. So the oxygen soap 
You wash your clothes with it. You scrub your Invertigos with it. You did your uh, laundry with it. You you fucking wash dishes with it. You, have, you probably brush your teeth with it. And it was the only soap that I ever seen that hot water could not melt. <laughs> Nigga. That soap weighed like four fucking pounds. <laughs> so we would, we would fill the tub up with clothes and have a washboard on the end, right? Mm-hmm. And my mom like, you bitches get in there. You get right out. Because she always called us bitches. You get right out. And you get right out. And then y'all start putting the soap in the middle. Y'all just start skirt, skirt. And then the ladders will start coming up from the fucking soap. <laughs> so we just step it on clothes. I bet you thought that was the most fun. It was like a bubble bath. Uh no nigga you that was some hard work it? no I mean in the beginning but no that was we knew we was washing clothes so then after you get it going like that right down and then you go to water then you take the take a one at a time and you take the rub board and then you just wash your clothes on this rub board real 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 good and then me and my sister would get on one end and I talked Dion and she did never seen it before she get on one end I get on and we twist opposite uh-huh. that's how we wrung the clothes out and then we go outside and hang them out so then my mama riding down the street one day. And she see this washer and dryer. Little bit of washer and dryer. A little, I mean, I'm sorry, a little bit of washer on the side of the road. She's like, oh, my God, bitch, we got a washing machine. So we don't pick this motherfucker up and put it in the back of a 6 Oh, so Chevy. electricity had been invented by this point. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. We had electricity. This was Reagan was president. <laughs> got, oh, okay. I thought it was FDR. <laughs> <laughs> so she got this little washing machine. So we get it home and we had to fill it up with water. And uh, it would go, poop, 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 poop. But the motherfucker didn't have a way to drain. So, <laughs> at least it did the washing part for us. All we had to do was take it out, and we would fucking black and decals, wring that bitch out, and put it online. What'd you do with all the water in the washing machine? Well, we took it after we washed the clothes. It never rinsed either. I I, I don't think it rinsed. I think we took the clothes out, rinsed them, and then uh, we scooped the water out with a cup, and then we put the next load in clean water. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? Childhood slavery, if I've ever heard. Of. I mean, <laughs> my God. Yeah, that's what we did. Some we kids did. called me fat in third grade. I no longer feel that was traumatic. <laughs> well, we knew. Um, well, we knew we had to wash the clothes and put them on the line. Oh, she was black. I was decker. <laughs> we got to start wrapping up. Uh, we she was black and I was decker, and that's what we did. We did as kids. That's fat. And then we would. Um, we would. Uh, we would. Um, we would barbecue. I told you about the time we would cook outside on a barbecue grill in front of the house, and um, uh, that was very embarrassing. That's when I really knew it was something wrong with this fucking woman frying whole chicken on a barbecue grill. But I think the laundry was uh, it wasn't bad because mm-hmm. you know you you only know what you know. So it's bad now that I look back that my fucking kid ain't never had to be black and decker. They just have to be black, but. <laughs> Uh, it was. You'll give him the Decker. <laughs> <laughs> I sure will. I knocked the fuck out of him. So I mean, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It, yeah. I mean, the oxygen soap was very painful to take the mosquito bites to scrub. What is Infantigo? Infantigos is um it is uh when the mosquitoes bite you and then they get like really infected. Wow. And a lot of children in in the inner city, a lot of people get it, but uh, poor people is the ones I saw with it. Yeah. Like if you out in the woods, huh? I never heard of it. Well, you don't have mosquitoes up here. You have mosquitoes up here. But not not like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Down south, they have landing pads down there. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they push you around down there. Like they don't give a fuck why they bite you. Like when I took those kids, they literally bit Ramon on the forehead. I said, how evil are you motherfucking mosquitoes? To bite a nigga on the forehead. Ain't no skin on the forehead. Right. 
And so he had a big ass knot from them biting him on the forehead. So it's like when they get infected, and then you, when they bite you, you start scratching them, and so they get really infected from the dirty nails, okay. and they be oozing, and it leaves really bad scars. So a lot of people from the south probably got a lot of scars. They like eighty, seventies, eighty babies, right? Because that's how you took care of them. Got it. Yeah, so it was like an infection. It was nasty too. You have calamine lotion down in the. Well, right. No, they, my mama Oatmeal did baths. Yeah, my mama did everything like um, old time. Like I, I think we talked about this before. Like if you bathe, like a lot of time we use Tide washing powder, and that's why I'm, I'm allergic to Tide. Really? And then you drop a little bleach in the water oh for the God. vagina. Don't have a smell. No. No, not a good idea. Not even remotely safe. Everybody right. bathed with bleach when I was little. All right, that explains the boomer generation. Let's be honest. <laughs> what, what boomer? For, what? It just means everybody over forty is a little different. Yeah, everybody put a, a cup full of bleach in the water, and if you wanted your vagina tightened, you bathe with vinegar. All you right. put vinegar in your dish bag. I've heard that in your yeah. dish bag. <laughs> Your dish bag. You put it up in your dish bag. Dish bag. You put it up in your vagina with some bag. Dish bag. Dish. Dish. I knew we grew up different, but you had bags for your dishes. No dish, bitch. So you put the vinegar in there and you clean out the inside of you, and it was supposed to make your vagina tight. It's no. <laughs> no, I don't even have a vagina. And I know that was all wrong. Well, yeah, that was very fucking wrong. I mean, <laughs> women just walk around oven. with motherfucking salty pussy, pretty much. <laughs> uh, listen, your pussy smell like cucumber and onions and tomatoes, <laughs> <Fucking> pickles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see? I went to the country one time, and um, my mama had some relatives, and um, what was crazy. Is that we were, you know, we had city bathroom, even though we was poor. But you don't realize how poor you are till you visit your poor ass relatives. So well, I don't know if I ever told this story, but we was over their house one time. We had just met them. We we're like, I gotta go to the bathroom. She said, "Oh, the bucket in the kitchen." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "I'm like, what are you talking about?" She's like, "Go shit in the bucket in the kitchen and make sure you clean up behind yourself. Take it out behind the woods." I'm like, "What the dog heaven fuck is this? What How can you concentrate poor- by shitting beside the trash can?" Ten year old Pat's going, "What in poor is this?" <laughs> oh, I was like, "I can't shit in your kitchen. You can't put a nigga in the closet." <laughs> wait, 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 wait! It's good logic, honestly. You're gonna shit in the house, do it in the closet. So you didn't take the bucket elsewhere. You just shat right there in the. That's yeah. where the bucket was. Yeah, but you could move a bucket. And that's what I'm saying. I'm telling with this lady who's my mama cuz she said oh you can just go take a shit in the kitchen I'm like what the fuck and she said but make sure you eating out that kitchen They was cooking later on in that bitch. And I was like, these people are crazy. I'm going to fucking throw up. I'm I'm just being honest. That's Why would you keep the shit bucket in the kitchen? I guess because once you finish and you dump it outside, you in the kitchen, just put some Lysol in and clean it up. Hey, hey dummy, you don't want to get on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Does this house not have a bathroom? It didn't have a running bathroom. That's first. It don't need to run. It just needs to have a room. (laughs) (laughs) Just put the bucket in there. I would dedicate a room. I'll go. All right. Sorry. That's what I was thinking. You got to share a bedroom. Thank God when she said that I couldn't shit. So I just had to go pee in the bucket. And she's like, anybody clean up behind your stinking ass bitch? Go out there and throw it out in the woods. I'm like, in the woods? 
Alrighty then. Well, just skip the bucket and go pee in the woods. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you got something to put your ass on to the rim. See, Dion, this is why we won the war. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, I'm just. That, I did that when I was a little kid. It was you. Like I said, you don't know you're poor until you fucking grow up, and then you see other people with nice shit, and you like, oh fuck, I got a fucked up life. <laughs> so Miss Pat with another crazy ass story as always. Infotigos and shitting in buckets will make you humble. I'll put a ring around your ass what? <laughs> <laughs> Probably <laughs> forever. You never shit it on a bucket and it put that whole never. ring around your ass? No. I've never done anything that requ- that didn't require indoor plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the funniest story last night. I know we gotta go. And so I'm sitting down at the open mic talking to this guy. And he would say, he said he was a lawyer. And I said, oh, okay. He said, I want to be a comedian. I said, well, you're doing the right thing by coming to watch. And he said, I got all of these stories. And I was like, what is your story? He said, one time, he, he said, clients don't do nothing but lie to their fucking lawyer. And I said, what are you talking about? He said, so he was representing the wife in a divorce. And the other guy was representing the husband in the divorce. And they went to court. And the wife asked for the house. So the, the husband said, well, the house is... It's inhumane. It's not livable. And the judge said, what do you mean it's inhumane and not livable? He said, because I took every one of that bitch toilets. And my kids can't live in a house without a toilet. Wow. <laughs> That's a level of hatred that I... And the judge said, well, you're going to give her those fucking toilet back so those kids can have something to sit on. And they got a divorce. That is wild. <laughs> you know how hard it is to take a fucking toilet up? You know how hateful you got to be to take your kid's toilet out the house? Yeah, well, get well, divorced. You'll trust well, me. I, personally, all you got to do is put stuff that hole up so those chemicals don't come up and fuck you up. And when you're ready to shit, just stand over the hole and piss and shit in the hole. <laughs> that's all you got to do. So that's been another episode of the Pat Down. We appreciate you fucking logging in. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Pat Down. Make sure you check out my website at misspatcomedy.com for all of my social media, my tour dates, my book. Make sure you spread the word about my podcast. Please rate and review. Please rate and review and share. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I've been Miss Pat.